Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. I was like, oh my God, sold. Day one purchase. Let's sell everything, including Ash and Oliver. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd OD Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm And I'm Reg. Woo. What are we all doing today? I thought I'd say it like that, because I haven't been on for a while. You have not? In like, in, in like, I'm Sean. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Remember this guy? Who's <laughs> got two go? thumbs and he's on the podcast? The co-founder and face of Nerd OD. Exactly. Oh, well, that's an awkward silence, isn't it? <laughs> not, not exactly the well, best to start. Well, I this, put like... myself on mute for a second because I thought these guys will be able to take this. <laughs> I was going to say it's just like Sean's back, right? You what were are you doing now. We're so not used to this. Um, very much mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've left us this before, and it didn't work out very well. I don't know what makes you think it's going to be any different this time oh. around. God, we went to Japan and we were both like, "What the fuck do we do?" <laughs> we had this yeah. conversation last week. We did. You did. Um, didn't you go to? I remember you did. Didn't uh, I went to Sean's? No, I thought there was like a. Con- I feel like there was. A- oh, there was a Comic Con I didn't go to. Which one? Mm-hmm. A Wales Comic Con, and you guys did a video. I remember it was the one where you went looking for a slushy for like an hour and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we made it. We made it a game of slushies theme. Well, I I made it game of slushies. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Remember, you, you edited it, you uploaded it, and then I watched it and downloaded it and re-edited it and put the Game of Thrones thing in. It's yeah. just I moved. Yeah, I I, I I remember not being at that one because Claire replaced me. Do you remember back in the days of the of the um of being able to go outside and go to events and stuff? Uh, no, quite honestly, no. See, you say no, but then. You know, you go on holiday, Alton Towers, Legoland. I haven't been to Alton Towers. So, no, I'm on about Dan. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> Dan, yeah. Dan's well, like, I, okay, I can't remember enough. doing anything Dan's apart li- from all these amazing <laughs> yeah. things I've been doing. Dan, Dan's living his life like nothing ever happened. Dan was in Dan was in Japan when, when the whole world started catching on fire and he somehow managed to dodge it all. I know, he had the best was, idea, didn't he? It was fine back then. It was like, <laughs> I mean, it was right, uh, yes, it was right on the verge of not being, but. Honestly, we went at like just the right time. It was amazing. It couldn't it have not, couldn't have worked out better. It was crazy. It, it was nearly not fine, but it was fine. Yeah, it was nearly. You know, I mean, Lizzie, I think we, well, apart from finding out I didn't have a job um, when I was halfway home, um, that was a bit more of a personal. The world's on fire. Um, but in terms of the whole world being on fire, it was within about a, 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 I'd say a week, a week and a half of being back, they went, right, everyone's on lockdown. And we were like, that was lucky, wasn't it? So we went on holiday. I remember coming to pick you up from Manchester Airport, and this was yeah. just the day before they declared uh, full oh, lockdown. It, was it only a day? Oh, fair enough. And, uh, yeah, it was just the day before. It was a Sunday. We went down into lockdown on Monday. And my dad was like, are you sure you should be picking him up? And from Japan? And I was like, it's fine, I'm sure it's Yeah, but that's... That, that that's just every, the the usual thing of Japan, China. It's all the same. So anyway, I'm mm-hmm. looking at my Snapchat story currently. First of all, they've changed the layout of Snapchat, and that's freaking me out a bit. Uh, secondly, there's a lot of people posting pictures of Bojo sat on a table, um, looking at the camera. Yeah, yeah, there was a thing tonight. I didn't really watch it. All pubs and restaurants must shut by ten o'clock. Oh, well, um, that's going to make it unless Wait, unless, your, your... unless your business is completely COVID secure, then it's closed. Um, extended face masks, um, like you got to wear everywhere now, not just certain places. I think it's all outside and everywhere. And if you work from an office, you're basically working from home still for the foreseeable. Oh. I'm working from home anyway, so it's fine. So basically, the biggest news today is that Snapchat's changed its layout. Then, yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's a pretty big news. It's top, it's top of the list of things we want to talk about. The thing is, though, I was always like, who still uses Snapchat 
Because yeah. it had its had its thing, but then my brother-in-law who works over in America in Vegas keeps on sending me loads of really funny Snapchats. He doesn't use anything else, just Snapchat. All the really bizarre. All but the he's the only person I know you're about to say, it. right? Well, I suppose they can't use TikTok anymore over in the uh, in the states, can they? Because that's how they've got. Yeah, it. Is they've it got, happened now? Yeah, they've made yeah. it like Walmart or something. Oh, did they actually? Yeah, and and Trump's happy with that. Yeah, fair enough. How weird. That's very ludicrous. You know who also made a deal, which is actually more mind blowing than anything. Are you segueing off politics? Yeah. Thank you. Mainly because that's boring as fuck, and this is insane. And it's definitely not our. uh, I want to start singing TikTok songs. Well, that's a good reason for me to segue away from that. Penguin, he's caught on an iceberg. <sighs> oh God! I remember now. There's a reason we don't have Sean on the podcasts. <laughs> What's a penguin? What's an iceberg? Carry on. I'm done. So yeah, uh, Microsoft have, a... uh, have bought or partnered up with Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, pa- partnered up. No, stupidly they fucking lucrative deal. For almost as much as Disney paid for both Lucasfilm and Marvel. Does that mean they're going to get exclusives? So they've announced that anything that was in production will still remain on the consoles that are going to be coming out, but anything that hasn't been announced yet, so like the new Fallout, the new Doom expansion, stuff like that, they're all for PC and Xbox solely, and then they're going to be looked at on a case-by-case basis. Wow. So there's a chance it's going to be like, you know, Fallout 5 will come out on the on the Xbox and PC, and then like 24 months later or 12 months later, you'll have it on on the PS5, minus the yeah. modding ability and all that sort of stuff, like what happened last time around. I mean, they, they kind of needed this, right? Because Xbox haven't had a, 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 a good exclusive well as far as i'm concerned since halo um yeah they don't they don't really have that many big exclusives what gears of war halo yeah Yeah, but i don't think forza sells sells consoles (laughs) i think you'd be very surprised to be fair the amount of people i know that were were purchasing um the xbox one just on the strength of seeing the latest forzas Mm. Because they had so much fun with like um, Forza Horizons and whatnot, they're like, "Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's my first first purchase for the Xbox One is the latest Forza and the Forza Horizons that are coming out and stuff." And it's it's the it's the Game Pass, the Game Pass that, that's the, that sells it. consoles. So, yeah, so Game Pass is, is phenomenal. The news that we haven't really talked about is we we haven't talked about the Series S, and obviously this since the last episode of this podcast we um. The PlayStation 5 pricing and everything pre-orders happened. Well, yeah, because um, it was literally happening when we recorded the uh, yeah. D&D one. Yeah. So, in terms of the Xbox, I don't think they're doing it over here, but in the States, they've had for the Xbox One X for a while, a um, like a, a sort of a contract, like a pay-per-month thing, where you pay for Xbox Live and um, Game Pass, and then you get the console for free. You pay for two years and you paid it off just like you would a phone contract. So they're doing that for the Series S and for the Series X. Yeah. Uh, and the Series S is $25 a month. And that that gives you hundreds of Xbox One games and probably, what, about 50%, maybe two-thirds of new games that come out on the yep. Xbox Series S or X. Completely, you know, just accessible from day one. It's It's amazing. It would... Like I, I don't I don't want to go and spend four hundred pound or five hundred pound even on buying a new PlayStation Five, um, especially when the games are going to be sixty seventy quid or whatever. Mm. But I could see myself paying twenty five quid a month for a Series S, or even thirty five for an X, just for the fact you know you've got this massive catalogue of games just available immediately. It's crazy. So wait, it's all subscription based. Um, no, you can buy it. You, so you can buy the um, the Series S for $300, right? And this, So £250, pounds, um, and the Series X for f- uh, $500. What's the difference? So the X is better. 
the X has got a disk drive. It's bigger. Um, it will do 4K gaming um, and a few other little little things. And the, the Series S will play all the same games. They might not look quite as good. They will run at a sort of a 2.5K rather than 4K. So better than 1080p. Uh, it doesn't have a disk drive. It's a lot smaller. It's like smaller than a, a PlayStation 4. It's smaller than a, an Xbox One S. And I can get the console and the Game Pass for £35 a month. So in the States, $25 a month. That's fucking genius, right? Because, uh, okay, coming from my background of Apple and how okay. they took the iPhone and said, right, we're going to make it subscription-based. We're going to do an yeah. iPhone upgrade plan, where all of a sudden, rather than spending like 800 900 a 1000 pounds a month, you were paying per month and then getting a new one every couple of years. I know it's similar to the contract market. Yeah, it's something that's been happening for a while, really. But it's 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 having that 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 piece of equipment that everybody wants. But they're sort of they're 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 um, bundling it in with actual titles as well. That's really good. Yeah, and honestly, if you it'd be far too long a list to to actually read through. But if you go on go online and have a search for what is available on Game Pass, it's amazing. I mean, every, basically every single first-party um, game is, is is available day one. So now every Bethesda game is going to be available, See, this, um, and this, lots of others. This subscription-based thing, right? This subscription-based mentality mm. must be tapping into to, to some kind of psych- psychology that we're all okay with, right? Because like this is what this is this is what crucified the. Um, uh, the the pirating market was Netflix because people didn't have an issue paying six quid a month to to, to yeah, subscribe, absolutely. but they had an issue with purchasing them outright. And the problem the, is that games just, cost hundreds of millions of pounds or dollars or whatever to make. Um, so to spend, I mean, how much is Reg? Do you know how much Game Pass is on its own normally? It's seven ninety nine a month. Okay, so to pay eight eight pound a month. And get all these games. I mean, basically, so people, all, all the journalists have, have gone to Sony and said, "Okay, well, what what are you planning?" And they said, "Well, not not that. It's not it's not sustainable. I not at that price. And then anything any price that would actually mean you wouldn't be losing money on it. I feel that that would that would price it out of the market almost." It's a shame because it will it, it, it will make money though because you will get subscribers. This was exactly the same as when when they stopped charging a fortune for operating systems because everyone was was we've talked about this everyone was pirating them but you make them a reasonable cost and then all of a sudden the the balance of of pirating to to to, to paying for it works. Yeah, that, the like, thing is the the first party games it it makes sense. I, Microsoft are like are like that. They don't really care about how much money they're making in the moment they'll take a massive loss on stuff awesome. and they'll just they'll write off entire divisions you know like they spend millions on zoom and then they go ah forget it they spend millions on mixer and then they go ah forget it windows phone you know and I, xbox i don't think they made money until like xbox one generation this is the reasons why decade this was one of the reasons why they went into Xbox Live, first of all, before anybody else did, was because of the fact that they could afford to take that risk if it didn't work. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. And, that, and again, that was some ongoing revenue for them, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Initially, but, you know, I mean, it was a risk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, PlayStation is sort of equivalent. Obviously, a lot of people pay for um, PlayStation Plus, and that gives you like two games every yeah. month. But they're yours to keep. So similar to Game Pass. Although stuff can be taken off Game Pass, that's that's the only difference. Yeah. Um, and then you've got PlayStation Now, which is similar, right? But yeah, nowhere so near as much stuff. And it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. So it's it's laggy as anything. It's like a streaming service PlayStation Now. Right. So it's like um, Stadia. It's like Google yeah. Stadia. And, and it's yeah. just it's not it's not handled very well. None of the latest titles are on there. It takes a millennia to get them on there. Yeah. Um, like I think God of War's only just come on, and that was 2018. Wow. Um, so and then literally a few games are on for like you know six months and then taken off again straight away. Mm. So it's not worth no. that. For the play, the no, I don't know anyone who pays for that. I think it's, I think it, that's just ludicrous. Yeah, it's nice having something like PlayStation Plus where you're like, okay, oh great, you know, here's here's some some more games I've got. Um, God, I think I'm gonna have to get a play, uh, uh, an Xbox, you know. 
I I feel I if they did that in the UK. Yeah, because they I, would. I probably I don't I don't know because they haven't for the Xbox One. Um, but so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I would I would consider it just to have. I wouldn't care about paying seven ninety nine a month. Once you know, once this twenty five quid a, a month is up, um, for the fact that I never have to contemplate spending fifty sixty quid on a game, because most games end up on it. Even if you have to wait a few months for a, a you know a third party game, um, to be available, it, it'll it happens eventually. Um, One thing I love though about the fact that this is going to sound crazy, and I know it is. But I was having this conversation about the prices of the the games for the new generations mm. coming yeah. through because there's so many like, pages that I'm on on on, face, on Facebook and Twitter and stuff that are yeah. booting off at the game development stuff and especially Sony and Microsoft for pricing the games at you know 79 quid he's yeah. like how dare you do this and I was like oh right okay hang on and I went back through my Facebook um, photos because I've got a picture on there that I took when I found my killer instinct on the SNES <laughs> for 79.99 yeah. Yeah, um, was and my Ocarina of Time on the um, N64, which was eighty nine yeah. ninety nine. That did have an expansion pack, so that's fine. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, which was sixty nine ninety nine. Super Mario sixty four, which was eighty nine ninety nine. And I'm like, do people forget that games used to be that much? Admittedly, that was for the cartridge, but still. Yeah, fine. I suppose the, the, one... the only the, the difference is yeah to the consumer, everyone should be quite happy to pay that much because. With inflation, you know that's that's way over um, the prices you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but I guess you might twenty percent of that cost probably was the cartridge. Oh um, yeah, no, I, I so, get that, but that, yeah. that's what that's what I mean. We we have paid that before. That's the one it. nice so, thing that I am looking forward to is because I won't be able to afford to buy ten thousand games at once. Yeah, my back catalogue will be shut to non-existent. Because it's going to go back to the days where I was like 14, couldn't afford to buy anything, so I had two games a year. I had mm. one for Christmas and one for my birthday. It's going to go back to that, and I'm going to love it, because for once I'll be able to properly absorb myself into it mm. and really get invested and just enjoy gaming again instead of going, oh, shit, I've only got two weeks until this new game comes out. Right, let's just yeah, batter through this quickly. That's glass half full, Reg. So I'm, I'm genuinely stoked about that, yeah. and I can't, I can't wait for that. I say that yeah. until we find out that the uh, the profiles are able to swap over machines again, and then I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the, the opposite side of that, because I kind of like to try out different games. I also, I don't remember games costing that much. I, like, when I was on the SNES, for example, I remember games being about 30 quid. <laughs> don't know where you're getting yours from, mate. <laughs> I remember, I mean, I had a Game Gear at that time, and Game Gear games were, I remember the most expensive one was £35. Yeah. I remember being like, that's a lot of money. But I, I definitely also know that, that uh, console games used to be a heck of a lot more. I've, I've mentioned it so many times, that the receipt that I've got in my um, my copy yeah. of VR Racer. <laughs> I mean, I might have just been late to the game then with uh, with Donkey Kong Country because I remember paying Donkey Kong, paying for Donkey Kong Country about thirty quid. Instantly, yeah, Wait, Kong... on the SNES. Yeah, that was that wasn't too bad on the SNES. It was the N sixty four version because it needed the expansion pack. It came with the expansion pack. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. Right. But uh, what I see happening, like it's it's a genius move by by Microsoft doing, I think, an S and an X. Because absolutely everyone's like right next generation. I want the best, but you're never gonna you're never gonna persuade the PS uh, the PlayStation camp to go for a Series X instead of um, no. a PlayStation Five. But to to then pay you know I mean 250 quid when you're paying 500 quid for the other console suddenly isn't so bad. So to have a PlayStation Five and to get a um uh a, a one series s sorry and then and getting game pass i think that's a genius move i would mm. i could see a lot of people doing that just as like yeah, oh, you know okay here's my secondary console well I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely considering it like keep in mind i i got rid of my xbox didn't i to mm. to, to change for the uh the quest incidentally i see that they brought uh quest two. 
two out. It's mm. interesting the, the 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 timing of the Quest Two because they're obviously going for console market, and you know I for one was someone that traded in their console for a, an, an original Quest. But I honestly think that that if if they came out with a with a subscription, a decent subscription model for for Xbox, I mean I've always loved, I've always loved Xbox. It was mm. it was the first like like professional console I had when we went into that that realm of Xbox yeah. versus PlayStation. Um, I, I might. I, I mean, I'll see what the what the pricing is. But I, I, yeah, like I say, I don't know whether there's anything like that happening in the UK. Um, they need to work it out, but it's 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 tricky because having worked in a mobile phone shop for a long time, um, you know, I know all the systems that go in that, that are in place to be able to sell contracts to to apply for you know to take all people's details to get credit. And then hand them over a thousand pound phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, so to put that into shops that aren't prepared for that. So like, not- I mean, again, having worked the game, so I'm sort of, I've, I've done both of this. <laughs> In fact, so have you, Red. You you worked at the link, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, can you imagine back then putting sort of credit facilities into game? Christ, like it would never have worked. There's no way that would ever have, have worked. Well, that's why I think they'll do it. They'll do it directly. They'll do it from Microsoft website. They'll probably have to. But then, yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, a lot of this digital. I mean, game and the like. I don't. I don't. I can't imagine they're going to last very long. Um, no. It, having digital only consoles suddenly. That's you know. I mean. I wouldn't want to, if I was, if I was game, I wouldn't want to be selling the digital edition of the PlayStation 5 or the, the, the Series S. Because well, that is suddenly, it's just like, you know, uh, it's like selling a, a you know, a, a, a DVD writer so you can go and just burn your own games and download them from the internet. Going like, back, yeah, here you go. Going back to the political argument for a second, it's, it's a bad time to be any kind of space in retail at the moment, I think, uh, or a retail yeah. all right now. It it is, but I think that you know more so that because game and the like really really rely on pre-owned. There's a massive profit in pre-owned um, yeah, and CEX and things like that. that thing, yeah, and then that that's going to dry up as well. You well, one hundred percent. And there's there's only so many Funko Pops you can sell before you have to stop calling yourself <laughs> exactly. Game. That's the only reason they why sell I... everything now. They sell yeah. Lego, you know, anything they can yeah. just to get. To sort it's, of pivot away from that because yeah. because they can't make the profit mm. on the on like the margin is so slim on brand new games that they bring in. Yeah. That's why they they can't. But whenever we used to when we worked there, whenever a new game came out, the supermarkets would have it for like a three quarters of the price. So we used to sell it for fifty quid. Tesco's or Morrison's yeah. or Asda used to sell it for thirty five because it's not their their main source. They can put, you know, they can chip the, down the cost and lose some money on it because they know they're going to make it up elsewhere. So it's, it's fine. It's so about it's, really, it's it's more about, you know, they don't care where sells the games as long as the games are out there. So then people can yeah. come and trade them in. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess that's you know that's why CEX has has started to do so well because they just rely on that. They just rely on people going, ah, oh, yeah, go on, I'll, I'll take twenty quid for this. I spent fifty quid on, and then they can sell it for forty. You know, it's. it's... Well, that's it. That's now going to turn into the likes of uh, like the game station or like the old little like specialist game shops, mm. because like like Sean was saying before, obviously Netflix, you know, and any subscription base now. I, I can't remember the last time I bought a Blu-ray or a, or a DVD because well, it's got to be something special, hasn't it? It's got to be like yeah, I, has... that film, you know, touched me in a way. That hasn't happened in a while, and I must own it. Yeah, here is my exactly. Memory. And now games, if they're going to do it that way through, like with you know the the PlayStation Five has got its own digital release, the mm. Xbox has got its digital one. You know, loads of people are buying their games online using these subscription fees going through it. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. At the end of the day, like that's all they all they're going to be doing is specialising in selling retro stuff. It's literally going to turn into a hey. Yeah, here's where you can still get your 64 games, or like, yeah. you know, can Shenmue on the Dreamcast for 78 quid or whatever it was. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a lot of money for what it was. But people always, I, I've heard people say the argument against these all digital consoles as well is like, well, you know, 
you don't get access to to the same sales as you do in the shops you know i like going into a shop and you know i'll see a game that was that's the fiver but i've had some absolute bargains on i say that just buying digitally bad argument because yeah. there's so many amazing games on look you look at steam and you know they're like oh here's a game 95 percent off you know it's one pound fifty yeah a month ago it was 30 steam. quid still it's, it's insane yeah, I mean, that that's, okay, yes, it's a bit frustrating that you're sort of restricted to buying from one place. You buy a PlayStation, you've got to buy from the PlayStation store. Yeah. But, but honestly, if you, if you can, if you can wait just that little bit longer to get a, um, you know, for, for a title to, to drop down in price, it could drop to next to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It is absolutely ludicrous. Mm. It's ludicrous. But um, speaking of, so, a game which which will never drop in price, and the sole reason why I don't I, I think so not when you talk about the Xbox, just mainly because I don't really give a shit about that when Final Fantasy fifteen is coming out, uh, 16, sixteen is coming out, sixteen is coming out to the yeah. uh, to PlayStation. Yeah. So we started doing the D and D pod um, the night, literally the same time as the um, as the, the PlayStation Five reveal event came out. Yeah. Um, so there I was, and you can tell. I think you probably maybe had to tell, and I didn't mean to do it. Um, Were you distant but, for a while? But yeah. <laughs> so so basically, what happened was um, Mark, my manager, um, for some reason, massively got into his head that he needed to pre-order a PS5, and that he was adamant it's his, and he's going to have it, and he can't wait for this reveal. And he's never done anything like this before. He's never really been bothered about gaming. Yeah. Um, so me and Mike were like, yeah, well, I'm pardoned, and he's like, yeah, I'm busy playing Warframe and stuff, so I'll probably watch it tomorrow or my dinner or something. And then I was like, yeah, it's fine. And then Mark sent me a picture while we starting off of just the uh, load screen going like, ooh, waiting for the big reveal. And then he sent me like a screenshot of just some grass and he's like, oh, great, a fantasy war game. And I'm like, a fantasy war game? I'm just dead intrigued. And I went on. Okay. And then I was like, holy shit, that's Final Fantasy. What? No, this is this got to be Final Fantasy 16. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, sold. Day one purchase. Let's sell everything, including Ash and Oliver. I am having, <laughs> I am having Final Fantasy 16 in my life right now. And I was like, Cause, do you remember when Final Fantasy 15 or Versus 13 was coming yeah. out? And I was, like, stupidly hyped for it. And then Ash was like, you can't have it because I'm never going to see you again. And I was like, no, but, but I need to have it. And I, I yeah. turned up dead late to the party because we had to have a wedding and I'm pretty you know, sure you um, didn't you book a day off work yes yeah yep when I got it I did that and to be fair when Final Fantasy 14 came out I had a I booked a week off work because that was the online one so I was like I need to I need yeah. to smash that when Final Fantasy 13 came out I did the exact same thing because it was a Final Fantasy game and I got really hyped up into it mm-hmm. and then half a day of having it I um I phoned work and was like, "Do you need me to come in for a half day?" <laughs> like, because because I, I I don't mind, and I'm also cancelling the rest of my week's holiday because it's fucking shit. But Final Fantasy 16 looks beautiful, and it's headed by the guy who was doing the Final Fantasy 14 game, um, mm-hmm. as well. That's why it's got the same sort of look and, and feel to it. But fuck me, did you see the summons on it? Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh my days! I mean, to be honest, I was. Like, I I haven't played many Final Fantasies, but I was really impressed with with what I played of fifteen. But it's I don't know it's it's the world in fifteen is it's similar to the real world, right? You know the sort of drive apart from all the fantasy elements, but driving <laughs> around in cars, going to diners, things like that. It's it's a bit it feels a bit more grounded. It didn't didn't feel like what I expected, but this seems really really like. This is what I expect from a Final Fantasy game. Well, this is the thing. So they've actually turned around now and said, right, okay, so finally they've actually put the fantasy back in a Final Fantasy yeah. title. Because the rest of it all been like steampunk and it's been, you know, all based around like Final Fantasy 15, like a real worldy type thing. Final Fantasy 14 isn't really classed as a story type, like, you know, a numbered title as they class it as, even though it should be because the story is phenomenal to it. Probably one of the best ones. Yeah. Um, so we haven't had it since nine. Mm. So now having an actual fantasy setting back again in Final Fantasy is just like, and how it looks, like, oh, my days. 
Go on, sorry, Sean. You carry on because I will keep going. Just because you, you you reminded me, did they ever bring out Beneath the Steel Sky, the the new game that we? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's um so it's available on um, Apple Arcade. That was like the exclusive deal they did for a, a little bit. It was like a timed exclusive, and that, and it's also available on Steam now. Wait, it's on Apple TV. Yeah, if you, if you've got Apple Arcade. Uh, oh. I haven't, but I'm thinking about getting it. The, 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 Four ninety nine in a month. Just get it for a month if you want uh, to play Beyond the Steel Sky. I mean, can you not buy it? Yeah, I, I am on not on iOS or anything like that, but on uh, Steam you can. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and it's it's supposed to it's the reviews didn't work great for it, but the fans of the original apparently really like it, so. You know, if yeah. you like the original, you will really like this. I liked it when we played it at, at EGX, but I, I'm not expecting anything groundbreaking. It's always just the the story and the adventure that, yeah. that gets me with those games. Mm. Talk about adventure. What's everyone? What's everyone been up to? Um, watching um, PlayStation videos. Well, I've been to Blackpool twice this week. I see. They turned, the light, uh, they turned the lights on, didn't they? Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, I went with uh, two groups of two different groups of friends. Wow. Uh, very different reactions from 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 both. Mm. So, so you're just boasting that you've got friends because you're, <laughs> I didn't even get, uh, like, I was like, I've done nothing, so I'm just going to stay silent. Dan's like, I've been watching PlayStation videos, and he's like, well, guess what, guys? I've got lots of friends. <laughs> I, I haven't really been watching PlayStation videos. I was just trying to get it back onto topic, but... Fine. Right. Oh, still talking about that. Yeah, we're just yeah it was quite quite a huge, massive, important thing. <laughs> but go on, let's hear Blackpool first. It's been half an hour, but we've been on it a while. <laughs> Jesus. We've only just started on the PlayStation. Literally, we just started with Farm Fantasy 16. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've never, I've liked it. I, I owned a PlayStation 1, so I, I mean, fine, carry on. I'll. Uh, no, oh. I want to hear about Blackpool now. I want to hear about Blackpool now. How did you, to the, uh, how, how did you manage to go with two different people oh. when you, you're only supposed to have one little bubble? I'll go on mute and uh, play Candy Crush or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not bubbles. You're allowed to go out with people now, isn't it? Okay, fair enough. I genuinely don't know how it's working. I don't know. I have no, no idea. No, no one knows. Outside, you're allowed six people. Right, come on. You make me feel bad about the PlayStation thing now. Carry on. So yeah, it's, it's it's coming out in nineteenth of November. Um, so yeah, that's all right. So did you go to the pleasure beach at all? <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were talking. Actually, I was talking about how dangerous the pleasure beach is. So I still, I've still never been there. I mean, I've been outside and I've had a look at. You know, you can see the big one, but I've mm-hmm. never, I've never been in. The the big one when when we went a year or so ago um, was closed because it was too windy because it's so high and and because it's right on the front the winds get horrendous oh, sure. so you couldn't you couldn't go on it and Icon was closed because it broke down nice that's, that's what work, so Icon I was seeing adverts for Icon all over the place what is it how does it work uh, it's a multiple launch coaster so this won't mean anything to you. Maybe yet. It depends if you go to Bush Gardens or not, but it's like um Cheetah Hunt at Bush Gardens Ridge. So it's, it's so good. It's not you know, it's not got much height to it or anything. It's just it's a it's a yeah, a, a launch coaster, but it has sort of two or three launch parts as you're going through, so it keeps the speed up. Right. Um so it's all about speed and curves rather than, you know, sort of instant thrills and stuff like that. I was uh, I was doing a Google and I was very surprised to see that the big one is actually higher than Stealth. Mm. By quite it's a... the tallest roller roller coaster in the UK. Mm-hmm. How the hell have they still got that badge? Uh, I mean, there's only so many theme parks in the UK, and there's only so many that have got the money to do something on the scale of of Stealth or the big one or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, you must be gutted as well, not being able to take advantage of the annual pass anymore, considering that we're going back into lockdown. Uh, yeah, right for I, now. I'm, I mean, but the thing they, is, they, I they're not charging us for it, so... Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't think we are, either. After hearing no. this thing, he wasn't like, yeah, guys, by the way, you know, no, it was, I think it's more of an idle threat at the minute that 
if you don't leave the pub at 10 o'clock, you're fucked. Yeah, they're, they're not, they don't want to go back into a shops, restaurants, everything shut, lockdown again, because they think it's going to kill the economy. Um, so they're just going to do lots of little measures and try and make everyone feel bad and tell them to stop going out as much. But, you know, I saw when, a... you, when you start telling people that it's half price to go to the to go out for dinner, what's everyone going to do? Start socializing, going out for dinner. I saw a load of posts on Instagram uh, from friends uh, that was just saying, don't be a grass. And I'm like, what's going on? Is there just no, like, no, do. Coke deals, dealers like around my friends. And then I did a quick Google and it was to do with the fact that the government are actively asking people to call the police on their neighbours. Yeah. yeah. Um, why, why, why wouldn't you? I want this over as quick as possible. Yeah, 100%. Don't be a grass, Dan. <laughs> Hello. Speaking of grass, you know what did look nice? The Demon Souls remake. The grass <laughs> in that looked lovely, which was surprisingly on the PlayStation Five reveal. Oh, was it? No way. Back to it. Tell me more. Yeah. So it's the, the, the one thing which has irritated the entire fan base of Demon Souls, though. However, is because it's a new a new dev team making making this from the ground up. Um, remake of the Demon Souls. They've changed the font when it says you died, and it's now crisp and clear and very clean. Uh, and uh, it's it's made it's made everyone go literally mental. Like this gone batshit crazy with like people going like I'm going to boycott it. This is ridiculous. I need to change it. And I'm like it it does look weird and I don't like it, but not bad enough to not play the game. I mean I probably won't play it anyway because I'm dead shit at the Souls games. <laughs> so unless Dave gets it, and then I can just run behind him like a coward. Yeah, you like playing it. Sort of the, the co-op thing. Yeah, I have to do co-op because I'm genuinely not good enough at it. And it sucks when you're not good at something that you really enjoy. So going into something, of, it's just off topic slightly for a bit with that, but it's something I've been wanting to talk to for weeks. Oh, so um, ready how to do it. I'm, I'm segueing into something that's still relevant. <laughs> so, you know, I've got my new laptop, which I'm playing games on and enjoying. And I was like, you know what I used to love? Dota, Dota 2 was a great game and it's still very relevant because it's still one of the biggest esport titles in the world. Like it's still got like the biggest prize for esport ch- championships and stuff. Um, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I used to really enjoy that. And I am stupidly shit at this. Now, it, it doesn't matter how many games I've played. Like when I looked at me um, on Steam on your play count for it, it was like, you played like nine hours this week of it. I was like, Christ, mm. I didn't realize I played that long. Um, but I don't think I played that long. I was in the matches for that long. But with Dota, because it's, it's, it's a MOBA-style game, for, if you didn't know. Um, so basically you go against another team of heroes, you get little grunts, and you go to try and destroy towers, and then they're a huge base. So you get a, like the, the hero pool is stupid. It's like 50 to 70 characters you get to choose from, uh, maybe more now, maybe about 100 characters, and it's free to play. Like, I've never spent a single penny on it. It's it's great. Um, but when you die, the first time around you die, it's 30 seconds out of the game. The next time you die, it's 40. The next time you die, it's 50. And it keeps sort of going up. Until in the end, I had enough time to go make me and Ash a cup of tea um, <laughs> and then sit there and still wait for the reveal while we've been watching mm. that, um, that Ratchet on Netflix. Oh, um, yeah, the Nurse Ratchet TV show. Yeah, that's fucked, fucked up. I cool. mean... Jeez, um, but I've been so been really enjoying it. But it's I just I hate when you, it, especially because that game goes on for like each match goes on for like forty five minutes to an hour, and when you're really getting involved in it, and then you just you you're the worst player in the entire game. It just it sucks for that entire hour to be so bad at something that you really used to enjoy playing. It's like the complete opposite, which is weird is wow like i started playing warcraft again uh, world of warcraft um and i started a new character and i was like you know what i'm going to take my time i'm just going to really enjoy it because i'm going through solo because no one else i know is on it um, although i did convince mike to get it again and he just literally blasted through the levels and i was like I'm just gonna really enjoy it by the time i came off after like the first two hours 
genuinely I was like level 23 or something. And it used to be by the time you play for two hours, you're about level six. Hmm. Like they're just like, hey, you want to get to the end game content? Like, no, I want to enjoy the story. Well, fuck you. Enjoy the end game content. You spoke to someone, level up five times. I'm like, um, pretty sure that's not how it happened. Like I've just got to the Wrath of the Lich King now, which is the re- the expansion pack, which is the reason why I loved the Warcraft World of Warcraft game so much. Like his story, Arthas, is probably one of my favorite fictional stories. Like that whole time of Warcraft three into this expansion. Like well, you his... clearly never read a little book called The Bible, Reg. Well, no, and I definitely choose not to. Um, nothing against it. It's just, have you seen how many pages there are? So, I thought you were yeah. going to say, well, that's Stop not that. fiction. And it, I but don't that's know. fine. That, that, that joke passed by. Never mind. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then I just found out that obviously with Shadowlands, which is coming out next month, that the Lich King plays a huge part in that as well. So I was like, ooh, because I've not played it for, for years. Mm. I was like, I just dip the toe back in. Now I've got a, a laptop that can play it. And do you know what? It's proper got its hooks in me. Like, I am loving being back. Like, even though you do level up so wildly stupid, um, it, it's crazy. But I'm genuinely loving it. So I've been on now for about a month, maybe, if that. And I'm, like, level 76, which took me about a year and a half, just as, like, priority sake. <laughs> um, that's how long it took me when I had it the first time around. Since, like, now it took me that long. So that just goes how quick the dick stuff around so people can enjoy it and get to the end point. Mm. Um, but it is, it's it's so, so good. And the, the the one thing I love about Blizzard is their cinematics are, like, apart from Square, I'd say they do the best cinematics in gaming. Like, the quality of their, of their cutscenes and their cinematics is just absolutely phenomenal. And it's... Even now, when you're going back through and you're watching some of the older stuff, I was like trying to catch up on the lore and remember what was what. And I was like, holy shit, these still are so good. Like, so very, very good. I'm bloody loving it, I tell you. But the one thing, new game I do want to talk about, and mm-hmm. hopefully you two may have it either on your phone or on Steam, um, it's called Among Us. Have you played Among Us? No, I, I, I keep hearing lots of stuff about it. It feels like it's. Um... It's taken over from Fall Guys as the the like the indie darling at the minute. Yeah, a hundred percent, and it's so entertaining. So I got it on my phone first because I was working um, like last week, I think it was just working away. And What Culture Gaming, which is like a, a, a YouTube page, yeah, and um, they had a stream of like the the two people I usually watch their videos of just playing this, and I was like, you know what? I don't really care for the game. It looks pretty pants, but. I love these two. They're so entertaining playing anything that I'll watch them. So I just had it on in the background. And the more I was listening to it, I was just working. I was like, what the hell is it these are doing? And then sat there and I was like, huh. And then in the chat, they said, hey, it's free to download on your phone if you want to try it on your phone. I was like, oh, I'll give that a go. Played like two matches after finally being able to get on due to the shit servers on the phone. I was like, that, that's, that's quite enjoyable, that. And it's three quid on Steam. And I was like, you know what? I might give it a go. And I've had loads of fun. So Among Us, in case you weren't aware, because uh, Sean's gone deathly quiet playing Candy Crush. <laughs> um, I was going to say, it's, it's basically you either um, on a spaceship or a like an icy planet. Um, and you go crew a team of 10 crewmates. But inside that team of crewmates, there can be up to three imposters they're called um so basically they have to go out and murder the rest of the team without being caught while the rest of the team have tasks to do so it's a, like who gets there first sort of thing um but if the guy kills someone and i go across their body i report it and say like hey their body here and then it goes to like a voting screen where you all have to like explain how it wasn't you and try and convince people that you're not the killer right and it's so fun just like literally blaming everyone. So like I was on a murdering spree when I was the imposter. Um, and I was just looking at some dude who's literally going through their tasks really quick. And when it came to the vote period, once they found one of my bodies, I was like, it's definitely pink. I've been watching him fake doing tasks for ages and like just basically bullying him. And everyone's like, yeah, actually, yeah, it just seems to be really quick and puts doubts in the mind. 
mm-hmm. about like, oh yeah, he was great. Yeah, he's always going by himself. He never goes by anyone else. Like it's definitely pink, and I'm like, it's got to be pink. That it sounds. It. it sounds like um, a video game of mafia. Yeah. <laughs> just to, yeah. I'm I'm trying to reference something that Sean will understand here. It's literally just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's. It's so, so fun. Like, we all should definitely get it. Well, I've literally just downloaded it on my phone. I had no idea that it was free. If I'd have known that from the beginning, I'd have had it a week ago. Yeah. The one thing thing about the the phone version, though, mate, is the servers are horrendous to try and capture a game at some point, so you have to just keep trying. But it is well entertaining. What's it called? Among Among Us. So, but do you know what? Do you know what else is really exciting? Go on. Is you know the PlayStation Five is being launched on November the nineteenth. Oh right, is it? No way. Yeah, the same day that Shenmue Three came out. Ah, oh, it's like it's a little little anniversary celebration. Which was making me think. Oh, just, could you imagine if we were sitting there just watching the reveal and all of a sudden the Shenmue Four trailer came out? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, that trailers fucking trip. Have you seen the trailer for WandaVision? I know I've gone well off topic again. I have, yeah. Um, what actual shit? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the the whole point. We, we'll, I feel like we'll know more when the show starts, and it'll all make perfect sense. But it's definitely a bit of a a, a trip because with because Wanda, um, she she disappeared in the snap, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, Vision got killed. So the question, even before any trailer dropped, when they said they were making a TV series, is how is this going to work? Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. The uh, I thought the trailer might shed some light on it. Doesn't makes it even more confusing. But yeah, it looks it does look it does look good. I'm very intrigued. It's just it's it's yeah it's really really bizarre. So I don't know if it's like an alternative reality, and she's like, well, this is some thing. like PTSD in, shit. She needs to sort of. In the comics, she so. is, she's like well, pretty much the most powerful mutant that's ever been, and she can just she can change reality to her will. Because there's a whole there's a whole um, comic arc where she literally just creates changes the world so there are no mutants. Um. So, so literally, she can do whatever whatever she likes. Um, so I feel like it's sort of it's probably not going quite as far as that, um, but I feel like it's it's taking aspects of that where she sort of probably with with Vision dying or with her disappearing in the snap, she'll she she'll maybe have some control over what has happened to her in the meantime. I think she's probably the <laughs> only one who's capable of doing that. I don't know. That that's what it feels like. It feels like it's all going to be in her or someone else's head. Yeah, it's really, really bizarre. I couldn't get my head around it. I watched it a couple of times and I was like, "Huh." I mean, it's not as crazy as like the you know the latest God of War teaser trailer that happened on the PlayStation Five reveal, but it is still crazy. I wouldn't call that crazy. I would call that minimal. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy minimal, Dan. I wanted more, but, yeah, they, well, but they yeah. got us good. Something would have been good, but uh, I'm quite happy to know that it exists. And Although, at the same time, it told us absolutely nothing more than we than already could have guessed. Yeah, no, no that everyone yeah. knew anyway. Because all the way through, spoilers, all the way through God, God of War, they're referencing Thor. Because the, the people that you're, well, some of the people that you're fighting are his brothers. And you kill his brothers, so obviously he's going to be quite mad. Yeah. Um, and neither of us realised, did we? I, I spoke to you about this. When you complete the game, um, if you sit through the credits and you get to the end, and it's like, right, you've got the, the world, you can go and explore now. You can go and pick up the final, you know, the little missions that you missed, like mm. the Valkyries and stuff. If you go back to your house, yeah, uh, didn't I tell you, you this? No, I, I mentioned it to you, and I said because. Basically, if, just to explain, if you go back to your house, then you get a whole cutscene where Thor turns up. Um, and I only read this afterwards, so I went on YouTube and watched it. Because I thought, well, it's fine, I've, I've uninstalled it now, I've given you the game back. But then, yeah, I mentioned it to you, and then you were like, oh, yeah, I went on YouTube and watched it. I, was like, I did exactly right. the same thing. 
<laughs> I thought you were going another way. I thought you were going the Loki way when you can go back in the house and look at the table or something. He's scratching Loki right at the beginning and some other stuff. So I was like, ah. I um, did not know that. Yeah, there's there's so many other little bits and pieces in it. Mm. So I was like, ah, I thought that's where you're going, but I completely forgot about the Thor coming back to your house and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, but but, but the, the point is everyone knew that the follow-up was going to be... Yeah. Oh, yeah. ...was going to be involving to Thor. Yeah. back into fair enough, fair uh, enough. how awesome the PlayStation 5 reveal was. Well, one thing I could, that... I could, I could uh, segue into something that really wasn't awesome. And could... it was... Um, but go on. What, what did you want to say? I, I just want just just very briefly mm. before you go into that because I think this is going to tie into that anyway. Yeah. Is th- that Harry Potter game? Like it's a poor poor devs because that game. Yeah. Looked like it was going to be amazing, but now I think the Harry Potter thing has died. <laughs> yeah, so, she's kind of ruined it. Have you seen the um? Someone made a video. It's like uh, leaked. Um, leaked first look at the character creation screen and it was um it was a video of someone putting the sorting hat on a on a person as you're getting in, inducted into hogwarts and then it came up with a little screen saying you know oh pick your hair color and your you know your the clothes you wear and all this sort of stuff and it said pick gender and as soon as you clicked on gender jk rowling popped up and said it said gender cannot be selected gender is is assigned to you at birth, and then suddenly blue screen oh, of death came up. Oh dear, that oh. yeah, um, that was that was uh, riding quite high on Reddit for a while. That's yeah. amazing. It's such it's, a because that looked like that could have been the game that all the, the sort of the Harry Potter fans really have been dying for for such a long time. Yeah, and it, now it couldn't come at worse time. <laughs> absolutely, but I feel like that's anything now. Anything to do with with that. There's going to be this backlash. We'll only yeah. really know when a you know when something like a film comes out, which surely would would be sort of guaranteed to be a hit, um, and we'll see if it is. I guess. I just I just hope that he keeps the park in Universal because like yeah, you know, I think I really want to go on hybrids. I feel like people, at least everything I've read, people have said like you know. People are starting to backlash the backlash. People are like, look, let's not forgive her, but let's bear in mind that there's lots of people who have, um, you know, spent hours and hours and hours and weeks and months of their life creating this video game or these other things. It's more the people don't want um, companies investing in the in the franchise anymore. People mm. are complaining that you know, like. Well, if if this had been if this had just been announced, they went, oh, now they're making the new Harry Potter game. They would be like, well, oh yeah, surely we should know she's now toxic and cancelled, and we need to move on from it. <laughs> so I don't know, um, but no, that wasn't what I was going to uh, segue into. Right, okay. No, it was. Um, it. I went to see a film this week that um, I thought I was. I had really high hopes for it. Really, really high hopes. Oh, this is um, Bill and Ted, isn't it? It's Bill and Ted, Reg. Oh. Um, now, for the record, I remember watching the first one when I was younger, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, probably watched it a few times. I never saw Bogus Journey. Um, I don't know why. I just never got round to it. So it's not like I was a big fan of the franchise. But when this new film got announced... It was sort of right at the peak of Keanu Reeves' mania, wasn't it? It was right at the peak mm. of you know, your uh, breathtaking or whatever, that when he was this giant meme and John Wick was doing so well. So I get why they've gone, right, now's the time to do it. If we're ever going to do it, let's do a new Bill and Ted. Um, but having watched the film, it was just so ridiculously pointless. It's so badly written. It just... Whenever they do these sort of reboots 20 years after, like looking at Jane Silent Bob reboot. Now, I enjoyed that. I think Sean did as well. And you've seen it since, haven't you, Reg? I have seen it, yeah. Yeah. The making of was good as well. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, that's on um, on Prime. Magnum Dopus it's called, and it's uh, it's, it's available free on Prime. Um, but yeah, 
it's it's not a great film, but for the fans, it's got more than enough to actually to come out of it going, I'm you know I'm glad this exists that that was that was great, but it's it's a pretty poorly made film. When you I think if you took it if you took the whole Kevin Smith fandom out of yourself and tried watching it, yeah, you, you don't I, think you get through it. I was trying to explain it to uh, Mark. Yeah. When I watched it, because when I watched it, I was best you knew. I was like, like, oh my God, like this is brilliant. Yeah. And then when I came out of it, and I was like, oh yeah, so it's it, it's actually not good. No, there are bits and where it, I I really like not. I could feel myself cringing because it was so just so unfunny. But then within about a minute of, of anything like that happening, there would be something that would pull me back in. And it was, I think it was literally just cameo after cameo after cameo, which got absolutely. me to like, you know what? This but isn't really but that even good. like the, the Chris Hemsworth cameo, he went on for ages about, I can't believe we got Thor in this film. But the Chris Hemsworth cameo is clearly, right, I want to be in your film. I can get myself in front of a green screen for an hour, write something. You know, it just it felt really shoehorned in and really pointless. Mm. Like, no, no point to it. I just, I don't know, there was too much of it where it was just, it, it, like I said, if I took, if I take the fanboy out of it, it wasn't a good film, but I really enjoyed it because of what it was. Um, and I'm okay with that. Whereas this doesn't have any of that for me. And I don't think anyone, I don't think no. there's anyone out there who is like diehard, massive Bill and Ted fan. It is 20 years too late. Yeah, for the the whole villain's head, and Absolutely. the thing is, if you go back and watch them again now, again they're not they're not great. They were fun at the time, but if you go back and watch them now, they're really yeah. not that fun. No, I, I I think you know, in the same as if you watch Ferris Bueller or anything like that, you know, they 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 have their they were you know particularly big at the time, particularly popular, and I think they've sort of they've I think they've aged all right as like. If you look at them as 80s, you know, 80s mm. sort of teen movies, I don't think they're that bad. But it was, yeah, I don't, I don't even know whether it was necessary 20 years ago. But um, I, we, I think the trailer came on, or maybe it was on. No, in fact, we were on Prime. We were flicking through what to watch, and they've obviously re-released um, Excellent Adventure and, and Bogus Journey you know, on Blu-ray and DVD and you can rent them and buy them on streaming. And it popped up with a little a little thumbnail and Shell went, oh, Bill and Ted, I, I remember watching that first one. I really liked, liked that when I was little. And it was like Sunday, sort of lunchtime. I like, had to look on, on online and thought, oh, it's, it's it's out now. Do you want to go and see it? Got nothing else to do. Yeah, go on. So we walked down to the cinema, watched it. And immediately as soon as the credits started, she went, that was terrible. And... <laughs> I just I I couldn't agree more. It's just it's not funny. It's badly written. It, it's really weird seeing Keanu Reeves uh, to a lesser extent the other guy that I forget his name um, playing Bill and Ted. Sort of they're exactly the same characters, but twenty years later, like old. Mm. It doesn't work. I, th- I feel like they would have grown up a little bit, but then that's not even the worst bit. The worst bit is. Half the story is about then their daughters, who are literally just female versions of them. So they've got they married the, the princesses, who obviously you know they they first of all talk in an English accent because they're British, right? They still have that. Yet their two kids, the two daughters, have taken nothing from the parents. There's no British accent. They talk like California surfers, just like Bill and Ted do. Yeah. Like I felt really bad for for the for the moms because I'm thinking like they they've learned nothing they've taken everything from the dads. There's this whole subplot wow. about how the princesses go off with their older selves that never gets explained or resolved. Um, oh, just it's really really poor. Um, and I don't I I, I you know this is we're at an hour and I'm kind of glad we are because I could probably go on for another half hour about how terrible this film was right okay <laughs> just do not bother i've seen so many things go so many like you know reviews saying you know it's, it's all right it's nice to have it back it's it was a good one-off the only plus is you get to see what the first one and the second one were sort of building up to in the um if you care about the story at all 
the whole the song that unites the universe right you know they're all like you at some point you're going to write this song and suddenly you're going to be wild stallions you're going to be world famous and uh, and you're going to save the world but they they never show that in any of the films yeah in this that is what the whole point is that they get into that moment where they um you know they've got to save the, the universe yeah. so avoid um, all costs so. yeah yeah i would say so like they uh i don't just i keep i keep Every time I think about it, I keep going back to something that's so... But they get given this watch, right, which will tell them what time it is back in their time. And then they start time traveling. And all the way through the movie, like they're like, at this time, you're going to play this song that's going to unite the universe. And they're like, well, we don't know what the song is. So the whole point is they're traveling through time to meet themselves so they can steal the song from themselves from the future because they clearly already wrote it. But they're, every time they time travel, they look at the watch and they're like, oh, we've only got 40 minutes now. You're time traveling? Does, you don't only have 40 minutes. Just go back an hour instead and then you have another 20. It makes no, no sense at all. Mm. It's just, yeah. it's, it's that bad. It, I, I hate when a film, even if it's a fantasy film and it's, you know, supposed to, it doesn't have to make sense. They can make it up as they go along. When, the the logic falls apart it really bugs me and this as you can maybe tell really bugged me it did really irk you didn't it, it? was not excellent fair enough <laughs> so job, avoid that your fiver. but watch that ratchet on um on netflix yeah it's, maybe it's really good it's severely dark if you're mm. not into anything that's got lots of like horrendous um images and stuff is it, I suppose is the best way to do it. it is it American horror story esque? You know what? In I a get way, vibes of that from the trailer yeah, that I watched. I was going to say it. I, I don't. It's not the same team, but no, it genuinely no. does feel that way. But apparently, it's, a, it's adapted from the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Is what it's actually based around? Yeah. Um, no, well, that's who she is. That's Nurse Ratchet. From uh, see, I never, I've never seen one. Right. Cuckoo, okay. One cuckoo's nest or anything. So. Okay. Like, for me and Ash as well, we were watching it just because the like the cast in it is basically anyone or anyone who's been in American Horror Story, which okay. makes me think, you know what? Yeah, this should be the next season of American Horror Story. Yeah, well, there's there's been yeah. there's been um, ones that were based on, you know, based in like a lunatic asylum and stuff. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that that I don't know. I, I can't imagine that we'd have got to this. Um, if we didn't have something like American Horror Story, yeah, but it is it's very graphic. So um, yeah, so again, it's it's based in the the trying to cure people of um, one of them has a split personality um, disorder. So mm. she thinks she's like this most famous musician, um, and then another one, she's just like a normal everyday person, and she keeps swapping and changing and going crazy. And she thinks he's an athlete um, and all this. So the, the basically, you've got these two steel baths. One's boiling water and the other one's just ice. And they basically keep her in the boiling water for like half an hour. And then they stick her straight into the ice to try and cure her. And you think that's going to help it. Um, right. And they do like the lobotomies and they show you it all happening, like proper showing you. So it is very graphic, but it's brilliant. It's really really interesting it's only eight episodes as well so it's not long um the whole season but it's definitely worth watching okay uh, maybe and uh, you still don't have prime so you haven't watched the boys right that's correct uh, it's it's so good this season is yeah this season's just i mean the first season was great i don't know whether it's partly because they're doing it weekly that you're not getting to binge it it's just I I can't wait for Friday each week. Me neither. I do love a Friday because it means no more work for the rest <laughs> of the week. Two days. It is absolutely glorious. Well, do you know what I love? Wednesdays because this podcast cast gets released and we get to record Nerd O D and D. Yay! And with that, that is the end of this episode. I think. Mm. It's very exciting. Yep.
Did you like the little segue to to stop? Little adver- advertisement. It, yeah, exactly. It was it was poor but good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less from us. Precisely. But, uh, it was glorious. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening in. Thank you and very thank much. Thank you for both of you for taking your time to join me tonight. You're welcome. And sorry for the delay in starting it. But it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's all no one at, at home realizes that. <laughs> for us to worry about. Well, I was apologising to you too, and not not them. But you know, I yeah. don't care what you think. Not you, them listening. Well. I do really. Who am I kidding? If I didn't, I wouldn't be here trying to get your attention and approval every single week. Until people start messaging to be like, Reg is incorrect or Reg is correct. I'm just going to keep going. All I need is some approval yeah, from them. Do that. Do that. Never happen. Oh, and we're um, we're now available on um, Audible Podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Guys. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I love that. I need to get our red bubble sorted as well. The, the, the sign up ages ago, didn't I? And I want to get t shirts sorted out because now I'm working from home constantly. I can wear mm. branded t shirts. <laughs> I like it. So I need to create them so I can wear them. <laughs> Show them off the world, and then they'll be like, that's a really sexy like t shirt. What's that? Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. One day we'll have our own merch. One day. But one day we'll have enough fans to actually be able to sell them. Absolutely. And until then, I've been Sean. <laughs> I've been Reg. <laughs> I've been Dan. Toodles. Toodles. Bye. 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 See you.